he charged me with resisting arrest. Get that confidence in jail. I object. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Allegedly Bravo. I'm Lauren, and I'm here with my best friend, Cash. Hello, everybody. And we have like the most special guest ever today. We have David Yote, sorry, David Yosef from Behind the Velvet Rope. You can listen to it wherever you get your podcast. Hello, how are you? David Yontef, but nobody knows how to say my last name. Okay. Oh, I, I, I really should just change my last name. You know, no, it, no, no. no it like means holiday in Jewish, in Hebrew. I and love I'm, not, that. I'm not religious at all, but half my family's last name is holiday. And I really should just have the last name holiday. I but, love it. No, don't change it. I'm don't change so, it. Oh my, I, my last name is PV house. Like you have no idea. PP house, poopoo house. Like it'll be all kinds <laughs> of shit. Like, so I, I apologize. I really am sorry. Listen, I, I mispronounce a lot of names on my podcasts too. So okay. no, no shade, no shade at all. <laughs> well, I mean, there is no warmer introduction than a mispronunciation of a name. Right. There is. Kind Welcome of. to in front of the velvet rope. We're taking you from behind exactly. it and bringing you in front. And, um, your podcast has just had like insanely cool guests. Like you have really just run the gamut of guests. Like you have Kelly Dodd and Rick Leventhal, which we will definitely wow, be well, touching well. base on. Yeah. For Teresa Caputo. I mean, wow. Um, Countess Luann, real life royalty on your show. Amazing. And Gloria Aldred. Are you kidding? And Lisa Bloom, Gloria's daughter. How, how, how do you do that? I mean, you're just an icon at this point. Well, thank you. Listen, I I like a diverse, like, look, my podcast is probably housed in Bravo more than anything. You know, that's what people really want. But I don't know. I just love diversity. Like I just, mm-hmm. and it's five days a week and it's an interview every day. So just somewhere along the line, I was like, you know, I just want this to be diverse. And, mm-hmm. you know, I think sometimes, yeah, I mean, I think the audience would be more than happy if I just had a housewife on five days a week, but that's just not the reality. You know, there's a lot of other interesting things out there. Like you said, like Gloria Allred, like she's not doing a podcast, no. you know, so but we're not we love gonna... to hear her talk on yours. Right. Yeah. So when Gloria Allred kind of comes across my desk, we're not going to say no to Gloria Allred or Lisa Bloom or, right. you know, and right. Teresa Caputo, Long Island Medium. Come on now. This come is like on now. Like that was, I love her. Love. Yeah, you you have an amazing catalog of guests and I do have to shout out. You had fortune themester on loved that episode. It was amazing. She's like one of my favorite, favorite comedians of all time. Like you can get seriously everything out of your podcast. Yeah, really. It's, It's for everyone. And I can never predict like with fortune. I'm like, I love her. And there's no question I'm interviewing her. Cause like, I love, you know, we just had Margaret show. Like, I love when it's like a real actress or comedian or anything like that. No, no, no shade to all the housewives, but (laughs) I was like, you know, I think fortune will do an, well, it'll be an okay episode. You know, like I, I love her, but I'm like, I don't know if it's going to be our biggest episode. It's not going to be Kelly Dodd and Rick. People love the fortune themester. So I, 
Even three years in, I can't always predict, like not that that doesn't motivate, you know, whether I say no to a guest, it's based on a lot of other things, but I just figured fortune would be a great episode and I'd love it. And a couple of people, no one's not going to like it. She's a wonderful person, but I was like, it's not going to be our biggest rated episode. Oh, people love that fortune feemster. I found out. Oh yeah. I mean, she's hysterical. She's amazing and so nice and just, yeah, she's great. I was like, this is a great episode. Yeah. So, so you, but you weren't always an interviewer. Like you really started your career in corporate tax law. I did. Okay. I started as a corporate lawyer. And then you just woke up one day and you were like, F this BS. I'm talking <laughs> to the people who matter and I'm hitting the mic or what? How do you do that? I had... And I've, I've changed careers many times. So I mean, well, not many, but I did wake up and say F this when I was a lawyer. Yes. I'm like, (laughs) what is the point of this? You know, you have to grapple with like, okay, I went through this many years of law school and you know, this, and why am I leaving this profession? But then you just get to the point where you're like, I fucking hate this. So Mm -hmm. like, let's put the parents aside and what we're supposed to do. Like life is long. Yeah. Uh, You know, listen, I think if I, I mean, I'm good with numbers and I love numbers and I was an accounting major. So I understand how I ended up in corporate tax. And you're speaking a foreign language to us right now. (laughs) Well, you know what it is even now, like with my podcast, I love like the analytics and the numbers. I really get into all that stuff. So and it helps shape this because listen, I always say numbers don't lie. You know what I so mean? You true. could say, oh, blah, blah, blah. You know, like we'll get into Kelly and Rick after Kelly and Rick were on my show and mass chaos broke out and everyone was going to stop listening and blah, blah. Oh, blah. I bet. Oh, oh, I bet. But you're not because I mean, the numbers aren't down. And yeah, like right. you, three people blocked me. Okay, over here. And it's, but no, th- th- you can say and go protest and put in any comments mm-hmm. you want. You're not. The masses didn't stop listening because the numbers are up. So, so I always did that. But then the long story is I'll make a long story short. I left practicing tax law and I fell into recruiting and HR. And then I ran HR departments for a while. And then I had my own staffing agency. But then after all of that, I I was working for a lot of companies that kept merging. Mm -hmm. I worked at Martha Stewart for a minute running recruiting and Then when like my last company merged, I was kind of like in between jobs and like I knew a lot of these reality people that I was hanging out with. So yeah, when I started my podcast, it really, it started as a much different format. It started Mm -hmm. two days a week, kind of like Wendy Williams. Like my pilot episode was me in Florida at a dinner with Kelly Dodd, Rick Leventhal, Dolores Catania, and my singer. I just literally got the chills. Like the... I've well, never need- heard Rick Leventhal's name so many times. Right. No. Well, you need to go back and listen to our pi- number first episode ever. That's and crazy. I'm like, it really was like the Wendy Williams of like, you know, it's, I say it's like a child that's born into a celebrity parent. Like at yeah. some point, like you don't know your life is different, but at some point you realize it. So when I started my podcast, I was like, I don't necessarily find these things so interesting anymore because this is just like a natural Wednesday night. But I'm like, I think that people will find these, like this dinner is hilarious. It's just hilarious. It is. It's like Ramona. It's literally what you think. This is Chaos. no exaggeration. She's sitting in the seat. Everyone else is standing. Ramona has a, a Branzino 
coming to the table. Oh my gosh, she went up a Branzino. She went up a Branzino. And it's like, sweetie, no one has even sat down. But this is, and I'm like, okay, so I'm, I'm gonna, I'm observing all this now. And like, I'm. Oh my god, did anyone throw anything? Were glasses thrown? Nothing. Legs thrown. Legs. No one body parts. Anything. So that's really how the the show started, and then a lot of things happened, and then I was the other day was an interview, and then I realized like it just it morphed into a five day a week interview show. And I still have, you know, not like a shameless plug for my paid Patreon account, but I have these stories still exist. They just exist behind the iron wall of my Patreon. Behind okay, the iron wait. wall. I'm so glad you bought it, brought up your Patreon. I just listened to your little expert excerpt that you guys posted today. Wow. Mary Miss Cosby. The Mary Cosby of it all. When I tell you my jaw hit the floor, I was not privy to that actual interview that her cousin did. And so you guys actually posted some excerpts from that, correct? On your which, Patreon. Yep. Which my guest for the day, I didn't hear it either, but it came from Bravo. Now I, uh, people know that I like, listen, my podcast is a thing. And so I can't micromanage everything, but I just, if something blatantly, it's like, I'm like, you're not crediting us. And I, I don't care. Like I've I'm past that, but sometimes you catch me on a day and I will call a bitch out. I'll be like, yeah. yeah oh, I no. love it. Like, yes. sorry. Just, and the last time I did this, we don't even use it with who it was with a pretty big YouTube person. And then I was mm. like, listen, I'm just going to basically tell you to fuck off to your family. Like, I'm from New York. Like, I don't give a shit. Yeah. yeah. And then he was like, and now we're friends. So listen, oh. I'm like, when you watch The Housewives and you're like, wait, more happens on an evening of Roni than any other show. That is that is New York. That's how I live yeah. my life, too. Yeah. Like, I literally, I, that's just Fast me. Pace. Like, I will hate you and we got to work this issue out. But wait, yeah. I just told you to fuck off because you didn't credit me. You now are apologizing. You're now crediting me. You're mm-hmm. basically giving me everything I want. Fine, I'm let's go to it. dinner. Right. Like, I, I'm over it. Now yeah. it's like, and he's like, should we collaborate? I'm like, absolutely. This is yeah. great. This is Absolute great business. Absolutely. Right. So, so were, you the, were you the first person then that broke this story? Well, this, so this thing with Mary, so that's Bravo, like Bravo. Yeah. I don't really know who Bravo is, but okay. I'm giving credit. So no one calls me. Okay. okay and I okay. even give Bravo credit on this. So my guest was like, oh, this, this, this is from Bravo. I'm like, great. But cause okay. we were doing, cause so she, so we were doing this thing about Mary anyway. And she was like, oh, I have this interview. Let's include it. But we were just doing a deep, like, you know, let's get, let's analyze deep, why deep really, yeah. you know, why did Mary really not come to the reunion? And that's yeah. where we go. Of you life. guys, I invite you to go and listen to that. It's an eight minute clip that's on your Spotify. I listen on Spotify. I on give little page. clips. So like, if you don't want to pay, you can at least hear where we're going. And like, listen, if you like what you hear, pay. I mean, hey, exactly. Yeah. I was by gonna by say- the way, paying is like, I mean, there's different levels. It's like four, six. Mm-hmm. It's not a lot of money, guys. What it's level incredible. do we have to be at to get that juicy interview? Well, so today, what is today? This is how it works. It's like, it goes by the Saturday because there's a bonus episode mm. every Saturday. So for this one, it's like the second most advanced level. You have to pay twelve dollars. I mean, Fine. but you. But by the way, Fine. you don't. You don't just get. You get Take all my the money. Other, yeah, twelve dollars. Listen, you get all the other past things. everything. Yeah, yeah. That's like the best our, twelve dollars I'll of, ever spend. We did a like worst of twenty twenty. We did a best of people. We're like, yay! When is the worst of? I'm like, it's next week. I, I do a top ten every year. These oh, are the actual fun. worst interviews of the year and it's not just on air it's like 
no, no, no. You but behind the scenes, let me tell you what this person did to drive Ooh. me to drink. So Juicy. I have a question for you then, since we're talking about, we're going to jump ahead just to this one question, since we're sure. talking about Mary Cosby and her not showing up to the reunion. What's, are you, are you privy to the contracts between Bravo Lebs and the network? Like, how does that work? Because I mean, you do have some experience in the Bravo world because you were on Million Millionaire Matchmaker. I was, I signed a Bravo contract. Now, that was a long time ago. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can Google and find the episode. It is out there as people seem to remind we'll me. We'll link of. it. If you don't want us to, we won't. <laughs> no, <know. laughs> you could. Honestly, I'm not embarrassed of anything in my past, but it was from <laughs> 2010. I was on Millionaire Matchmaker. So, I mean, I know, listen, I don't, I, you know, I have to think, but I mean, I know a lot of these people. So I know without yeah. having signed a recent contract, because the mm-hmm. contracts change, you know, yeah. I mean, like you do get, money for going to the reunion so you get dinged so like that's that rumor that she missed out on like eighteen thousand dollars yeah that's 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 true the rumor also is that erica jane got two hundred and seventy five thousand for her reunion so oh come on but she barely said anything like compelling i thought we'll be back after a quick break Finding Ruby is the incredible true story of a 16-year-old tricked by a seemingly innocent Facebook message. A message that would lead her from the protection of the mountains to the nightmare of an online trafficking den. Her first message to me was like, Hi, are you looking for a job? Ruby is hidden from the world, from everyone except her abusers. But she isn't alone. There is a team of people looking for her, and they will stop at nothing to find her. This isn't just the fight of her life, it's their fight too. Search for Finding Ruby today. Right? I mean, so just, you know, we I think there's fact and a lot of rumors. So like, if everyone wants to know why Erica showed up for her her right. torturing. I mean, you're not going to say no to 275 branches to sit there and answer some questions, well, especially when you're in the, in the red, right? Right. Well, Lauren, we actually just discussed this on our Patreon about these housewives like Jen Shaw and Erica Jane and whether or not they can actually profit from their alleged criminal activity by renegotiating their contracts for next season. Like I'm sure there's a major pay bump that's happening for Jen Shaw and both Erica Jane. I think so. So like a lot of the contracts, it's, you know what the thing is, is like, it is different production companies and that's really where it, it varies. Like for instance, like in New Jersey and a lot of the others, but especially like in New Jersey, I know it's like, it's called favored nations. So Mm -hmm. like a Dolores will be making more than Margaret, whether let's not get into who contributes more and I'm not shading it. It's just like right. Dolores was there longer. It really, yes, you have your Teresa that is now out of that and makes like $2 million and Melissa right. over a million. But like, it really is based on the years that you were there with exceptions. And then Beverly Hills, yes, is a whole different thing because now you have like the Denise Christ. Richards and yeah. like, you Garcelle. know, you have these people that you need to bring in. But mm-hmm. yes, do I think that Erica probably got us a little something? You know, it's like, it's like a double-edged sword because like you bring a lot, but then at the same time you need the money. So, right. I mean, how much bargaining power would Erica really have? They're going to say right. like, you know, this whole thing with Bethany coming back to New York, 
I yeah. do think Bethany would probably would come back. I don't think she needs the rumored five million, but like, okay, we're not giving you five. We're giving you four. She's right. probably not going to say no, but they're not going to give her four. They, 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 right. they cannot afford that. Like, no, they just- can't. So I think you have certain bargaining power up to a, a certain point. extent. Yeah. So I have a question about like, I don't know how much you know about this, but like, you remember like the early seasons of Orange County when like uh, Vicky started Wines by Wives or like, you know, the, a lot of these women do products like even Bethany with Skinny Girl, like, or Kyle with the agency. They're advertising majorly on the show. And I'm wondering if you know anything about like whether they have to like, like, does the agency pay to advertise on Bravo or does, you know what I mean? Or does it just, do you know? Well, a couple of things. First of all, I know it's called like the Bethany clause, like Bethany. Oh, Bethany. Yeah. She was the ground. She was the ground zero. Ground zero. And I don't know how but bethany got the like you will not take a penny out of skinny girl so that's why they now do it like there's a clause called i mean i don't know if it's officially in the Mm -hmm. contract called but it's called the bethany clause of like they will they take a percentage of your ramona pino grigio Mm -hmm. anything that you now this is where i don't know specifics i mean i could ask certain housewives when i talk to them off the record but like Mm -hmm. you know like Meredith Marks, like what about when you have a business prior? Exactly. Right. But you could see it both ways. It's kind of like Meredith Marks jewelry is definitely on the uptick from this show. Right. Not mm-hmm. that it wasn't before. So I wonder how it works. Yeah. But I know like a true Ramona Pino Grigio or Robin Dixon's hats, hats like yeah. that. But then I wonder like, how far does that extend? Right. Right. Because it's like, there's just like, so there's so many different businesses. There's in so many different stages of being a business that, yeah, I do wonder like who's getting what? No, I mean, so, so I wonder, like, I I know the product, that's how it works, but this is something that I've wondered in my spare time. Like, what about Countess Luann's cabaret? I mean, if you right. think about it, right? What about books? Does it extend to books? I think right. it might. I think it might. Yeah, books. I'm I, sure have like editing power. I'm sure. But like, do they get a percentage? And then, like, right. what about like a Vita Tequila? I mean, I mean, you had this legitimate. So that's where it's like I wonder how those contracts are negotiated. Yeah. But I know for a fact if it's a true product that is on the show or not, they, they get a percentage of that. So think about that. It's kind of like, it's kind of like shark tank. (laughs) Yeah. And it is like, like, I mean, listen, I have such a negative, I mean, not negative, but I have such a cynical like view of Mm -hmm. like how it all works. Just in the sense that like, yeah, very jaded. You just, I mean, like I say in my, in my next life, I'm going to teach like i I'm going to teach a, like when I had Vicki Gumbleson on, I had to counsel her through like the five stages of grief. Cause it was right oh, after she wow. got fired. I'm like, in my next life, I'm going to have a consulting service of what to do before, during and after your experience. It's just yeah. like, just get there and just, I mean, use them the way they're using you because they exactly. are and when exactly. it's over and you are kicked out 
you are kicked out and the door is locked, sweetheart. And right. there's no coming back. It's right. mutually beneficial. And you have to maximize your time on that show. And certain people are better than others. But I, going back to the contract issue, I think if you're using the housewife name in any way or Bravo specifically in your product, I can absolutely understand a percentage of it going back to the network. But if totally. you are coming in with a Vita Tequila, Meredith Marks, Skinny Girl, I, I just don't, I don't agree but with you can also, right. No, I don't either. And that's why it's like, but then at the same time, you could argue whatever. I mean, I don't know how it works. Like whatever Meredith Marks jewelry was before. It's great. Right. right. There is a percentage now. I mean, Brooks Marks track suits. I mean, it's, but like, oh God, the Brooks Marks. Tra- I want one. Okay. Can I just tell you this? <sighs> Please yes, tell us I, everything. I knew Meredith before the housewives. Oh, and I've known Meredith on the housewives. She's been on my show twice. We're going to have to have a conversation off the record about something, but I have that. Oh, I have asked for this damn tracksuit on air. I have asked for this tracksuit. I mean, and now I'm just like, what? And where's your tracksuit? I could buy one. Like I I was going to buy one and I'm like, Where's my tracksuit? I've asked yeah. Brooks directly standing. I'm like, I'm not one to beg, but I would. But like I a will. Suit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Can you break this down for us? Is Meredith Marks wearing Brooks Marks' new feather collection on this season of The Housewives, or who is designing these ostrich atrocities? Well, I know that she, in addition to Christian Cowan, Frederick Anderson, who lives in here in New York, she's really close to this designer, Frederick Anderson, and. I think she wears a lot of his stuff too. Wow. Is it's it just lo- ill-fitting or I don't, you don't see, have to comment on it. It's no, just I'm fascinated by it. I didn't mind. I actually have a famous fashion person coming up who on my show, I hate revealing guest support. And he was just like, yeah, no, the Salt Lake reunion looks were as bad as you think. I didn't think they were, they weren't great, but I didn't think they were. I thought, I thought they were the project runway ones, like, cause I didn't watch project <laughs> runway. And so when everyone was like, oh, they did the housewives outfits on project runway. And I saw the reunion looks, I was like, oh, that's, those are really great. Like for R- project runway, like you have a day, but. Well, Ro- well, Giselle actually wore hers. I don't think Giselle's one, but Giselle wore hers to her reunion. reunion. Giselle was wearing. So yeah. I and I think Luann was going to, but we never had but she wore her reunion. She wore her wedding Ooh. dress instead that night. <laughs> yes. I love yes. her. Luann is just, when you look at housewives, I mean, she's top 10, like, right? Oh. Like she's. We'll be back after a quick break. I'm Shannon Jimenez-Sassone, a former NYPD misconduct investigator, a podcaster and a videographer. I'm Matt W. I've been a social worker for a hot minute. Working alongside the police left us with more doubt than encouragement. Uh, We've tried in our career fields to be doers, and it still feels impossible. Is it even possible to work alongside the police and not be part of the police state? Fixing it does start with having the conversations. It's everything that you should know about the police. It's going to be a hard conversation, but... It's a hard topic. Not an Arc podcast premieres Tuesday, January 17th on all streaming platforms. She's, she is she's stunning, by the way. Stunning. Her so, body on um, oh, Ultimate yeah. Girls Trip, like mm-hmm. her body is ridiculous. 
however old she, I don't even know how old she is. Like she is flawless. She's timeless. She's gorgeous. But anyways, moving on, moving on. I need to get into, we talked a little bit about it on the, at the front, but I need to get into the Kelly Dodd, Rick Leventhal. I need to get waist deep in this because I'm knee deep right now and I want to go deeper. Let's go. Um, That interview was, I would call it a Kelly Dodd, Rick Leventhal monologue hosted by you because I feel like you just got to give little tidbits. You know, you were like the moderator. So here's the thing. A couple of things. First of all, when I do all of these interviews, everyone's like this and that. First of all, A, I never ask anyone to like the guest. Everyone's always apologizing to me. I'm like, you don't have to like the guest today. Like that's, you're not insulting me. Like doing my job. B, It really is B. I don't, and this is nothing with Kelly and Rick, but B, I don't like all the guests. I have people on that I either don't like or don't even know who they are sometimes, very rarely. But I've had situations where like a network or a manager or a publicist has picked someone and I'm like, oh my God, this person is so on brand for my show. I don't particularly watch, you know, Flora Bama Shore, but that's on brand. I mean, these these reality people that are listening to So I need to now go figure out who the hell this is. This woman is lovely that I interviewed. And okay, I just didn't know who she was. So I don't like every guest, but yeah. And third, it's really my job to not have an opinion. It's my job to get the facts. And so that's, that's just that. But Having said that, the two things I just don't want to talk about on my show, I'm not afraid. I'm not afraid of cancellation. I just don't want to talk about COVID or politics on my show. We feel oh, the not same. interesting. It's just, go- it's, it's everywhere. too much around already exactly. that it's like, we're doing right. this podcast to not be talking about that. But wow. Yeah. That was like, the whole thing was just like, we're not conspiracy theorists. Conspiracy, conspiracy. I'm like, okay, this is so fun. Like to listen to. Well, <laughs> it was wild. That's the thing. Also, is like, and it's both ways. I had comedian Judy Gold on. I don't know if everyone knows Judy. I'm just using this as one example. Yeah, she trashed Trump, and it was mm-hmm. like interspersed in between all sorts. And like, I'm not editing this. Like, I don't right, really edit anything. Yeah. So yeah. mind you, this country is split, no matter what you say, or the world. Mm-hmm. Like, so right. when that came out, I got all these like hates and I'm like, so it goes both ways, whether right. someone's, yeah. but that's just an example. But with Kelly and Rick, it's like, so normally, but with Judy, like normally when the bus that I'm driving goes off the rails, I normally can like, you know, after three years, like maneuver the bus back on the highway right. and get just past the accident. We, we got off the accident. That was a detour, but we're back. Yeah. As you say with Kelly and Rick, I'm like, daddy was, was I mean, this, it, it took me forever to get this bus. I'm like, how is it that this is a housewives podcast and I have a thousand housewives questions and why and, are we ha- talking about masks oh. and COVID and all this other I shit? know. I was like, okay. we have so many questions, Kelly. Like we know your thoughts and opinions because they're all over the internet. Like tell us the good stuff. So you had asked them about their new show or something. It was like a very just general question. They spiraled for about seven <laughs> minutes and ended up talking about her political beliefs, COVID mass mandates in Orange County, then asked you about mass mandates in New York City. And I, my mind was blown because they were, and then they were almost like parrots, whatever Rick would say, Kelly would say, Kelly yeah. had said something, Rick would, you know, parrot it. it. Yeah. yeah. And it was, 
it was kind of it making was, me laugh. It was crazy. It was in like, listen, we got the, here's the thing. And we got the, the housewives questions in, but listen, yeah, Kelly and Rick, and I can say this with certainty. Cause I mean, I've been told this directly from them. Like they really have this. And I disagree with this model. Like I will go on a, I mean, I feel the best way to promote a podcast is to go on other podcasts. Mm-hmm. If yeah. They truly feel that like, why would we go on any other podcast and say anything? We have our own. Oh yeah. yeah. Which I mean, that's, that's a fact. I, I've been yeah. pretty much in, you know, to me, it was finally like, you know how I got Kelly and Rick on my show. How? No. By my good friend, the one, the only Miss Leah Black <gasps> from Miami. I really love oh Leah Black. Leah I have is her like, book. I need to read it. She's great. I mean, she was on my show and she, we just became friends and she was like, no, 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 no. I don't, this is not a pod, real. This is not the normal podcast. This is amazing. Go on. Mm-hmm. He's phenomenal. You're going to love. So Leah was like, and literally one text from Leah, my, my phone was ringing. Like literally it was like seconds later, like Leah said, we should have to, we should come on. Oh and I'm like, gosh. finally. So yes. no, the power of Leah Black. This is really the power story. of Leah Black. Kelly even tweeted it. She's like, look at all like this. And also not for nothing. My show gets a ton of press. Yeah. Right. Which is said with no ego. But that is how I get a lot of guests. They're like, I right. want the press. And Kelly and Rick were like, so that's why they agree. Listen, I have no regrets. I would have Kelly and Rick back. Tomorrow. Oh, absolutely. Oh, of course. Yeah. And I, I but but I feel I just want to say quickly, I feel that to answer your question, they are like, we don't do podcasts. Leah says to, we'll do it. We also want press and we see it gets a lot of press, but I do feel they came on. Listen, a lot of people do with their own agenda of like, Mm -hmm. yeah, we're going to give you what you want, but we are talking anti-mask and everything we want, Mm -hmm. which okay. I mean, it's not my place to, to, to tell you what to talk about. Right. Like I tried to change the subject as quickly as possible, which didn't work as much as it works in other situations. But it's not my place to say I disagree. It's, you know, they, my job really is here's your opinion. Yeah. You're facilitating conversation. That's your job. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. I loved, I love that you did have them on. And when, during the interview, you just kept saying like, I value, like that is your opinion. Yeah. You know, I, I don't have to agree with you, but it's nice that you aren't doing what they're doing, I guess, and only speaking to specific people or, you know, talking about a specific thing behind a paywall, like you're open to hearing all different types of perspectives and opinions. Yeah, totally. And, you know, for everyone who made all these nasty comments and blah, 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 there were plenty of people. I mean, I would never do this just a, I don't have the time and B, I don't care enough, but I can't tell you how many people slipped into my DMS Oh, I'm to sure. say how thrilled they are that mm-hmm. Kelly oh, yeah. and Rick were on and they agree and how refreshing it is that two people can speak the truth. And yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure. So it's like, I mean, you can say that in the comments, like no one's gonna, you know, and so, but I also have to say, even, oh my God, here we go. Even though I, I say, we don't want to talk about this. Like I just, the only thing I want to say is, so it really <laughs> is my job to not express my opinion. That is my job. I will not express it. And same thing. She was also trashing Heather Dubrow a lot. And to me, it was like, that happens all the time where someone trashes someone. It's like, whatever I think about this person, I agree or don't, it's, that's not my job either. I mean, by the way, I'm going to turn around and I want Heather on my show. So yeah, yeah, a thousand percent feel that like, uh, 
Like, I don't really like you can trash Heather. I absolutely. That is your, I, I get that. That was part of this interview. Of course that was coming, but it's weird because it happens all the time. And it's like, mm-hmm. I just kind of sit there in silence. Cause I don't want any soundbite to be where it's like, yeah. yes, yeah, yeah great, exactly. like whatever. Cause I you're don't, tr- you're, you're disengaging truly- in the words of Miss Marks. Exactly. Yeah. And you're truly a housewife moderator. Like you are sitting back, you're asking the important questions. You're letting them talk. It's like a political debate. It's a political debate. Now I do think, and then I, this is the only thing I'm going to say on the matter because is I definitely do think that, and even Ebony Williams said this on my show. Like, I do think that people, we have somehow confused a race, B political views and C COVID. Those are three completely. Now, I understand that the three of them sometimes align with one, but not always, not always. So Kelly's political views versus her mask views and Vax views versus her race views. And that's just exactly that's for me for every person. And I just don't understand how we like conflate them this all together because yes. and even ebony i didn't bring it up ebony brought it up on my show yeah being like i when did i talk politics you know other than one situation with ramona you know saying as women can't we just be happy that a woman is in the white house yeah ebony's like if you really play it back i never brought up politics at all the whole right. season because right it's not my thing i don't care and I'm like, you're right. So mm-hmm. she, she said it, but that was like the turning point for me of like, you're right. Like people lump these three things together. Yeah. And that kind of reminds me of her drunk wives matter hat. And she seems to think Kelly, Kelly is adamant that she was fired because of the drunk wives matter hat. And she was forced to pay $16,000. And she's like, I don't know why they said general behavior. And I think it was my hat. Do you think it was the hat. Like, is it the hat? I mean, so first of all, as far as contracts with housewives, like I know for a fact there is no, I've never, I don't know to what extent, but there is definitely this and Bravo, I think is not really agreeing with Kelly on this statement that she was fined $16,000 for that. Okay. But there is this, like, what is the word you do get fined for things. Now I personally have heard stories from different housewives, like like if you go on an interview that you weren't like, you didn't ask permission and it's like, you get fine for different things. Now, mind you, I think this fining is like, I've heard 500, a thousand. One time I heard 2,200. I've never heard of a 16,000. 16, yeah. yeah. That's like an NFL fine. <laughs> that's, that's like, if you're making multi, like multi-million dollar contract. This is where it just, you just listen, reality TV contracts in general are one-sided and hard. Right. I had, you should check out my interview with Jason Lee. I don't know if you know who he is. He's like, he runs Hollywood Unlocked. It is like okay. one of the biggest, like, he's like biggest, like platforms. It's like black Twitter, black media. Like he covers and he, he was on Love and Hip Hop back mm-hmm. in the day. Ooh. And he, he was starting Hollywood Unlocked at the same time. And he's gay and he's like, yeah, I'm, you're not going to have me back and be like that, like token, like, you know, throw right. a drink in your face. And he got the guy out. sitting he, next to he Jenny basically told he basically told VH1 to go fuck themselves and that I have his contract. It's like, good. So, and he couldn't believe I brought up. He's wow. like, no one brings that up. I'm like, I know what these contracts are. It's so, yeah. I mean, he's so interesting in other, he has no fear in the world. He's the one that broke the Tristan. He's the one that <sighs> broke, not true. He's, he broke 
Jordan Woods. Yeah, oh, God. Right. He like broke that story. God bless and that man. Yeah. He deserves an he's Oscar. really right. So just, it's just an interesting story, but right. So he challenged me. He's like, no one ever brings this up. And I'm like, I find this so interesting that yeah. like, you're not an indentured servitude. servitude. Right. Yeah. No. Like you're getting paid to do a specific job and it's a contractual thing. And I can understand like that the Bravo wouldn't want like members of their, I guess, employment roster, like posting wildly inappropriate things on Instagram. I felt like if it's true that she had to pay $16,000 because of the hat, like I find that a little beyond, but I also don't know how much money she makes or if that's the truth, but listen, I think that, I mean, I think she was probably fine. Something close to this overall. I mean, I don't know if yeah. it was just for the hat. I mean, I don't think she was fired just for the hat. Like it's right. not, I think it was like the ratings are down and we have to revamp this whole show. And we're obviously going to get rid of Bronwyn. I mean, whenever, we'll, when people say to me, like, like I've been saying something about New York, which we can get into, which I think is going to come true. I've been saying it for a year. No one listens to it. Oh. I just think like a producer and this is no ego, but like, I don't get into like, I don't really, I can't explain it. I don't really have any dogs or horses in the race, who I like and who I don't like. I just really have no, I mean, I have human beings when I meet them and talk to them. I really think of like, from a producer point of view, this person's going and people are like, no, no, no. I'm like, no, of course they are. And then they do. So like with Kelly, I just think the bottom line is like, does it matter? Does anything matter more than Heather coming back? Like it's she right. Wasn't, there's no way. I mean, yeah. Heather, Heather denies this in other interviews. And I just think like whether Heather said it directly or not, I'm not coming for anyone, but like, right. There's no way. And I think the fact that Kelly was, and Kelly said on my show, I was fired for politics. That's possibly uh, part of it. Right. But, right. But that's the thing. It's like, it's like, that's where I get into, like, I'm Like we fired and I talk about this, like the Mary Cosby thing I just did. I have a deep dive coming up on Jenny McGowan next. Oh, yeah. That's what I was. Yeah. I feel like she got fired because she wasn't going to come back anyway. Mary. But then Jenny, it's like, I mean, listen. Okay, so we have this statement by Bravo that we will not tolerate this or that. But Mm -hmm. it's like, okay, I feel that we fired Stasi and Kristen mm-hmm. and, and Jax eventually. And now all hell is broken loose on Vanderpump Rules. Does anyone care about Vanderpump Rules anymore? Right. No. No. So we have a ratings plummet and we have a show no one cares about. And I feel that in retrospect, it's picking and choosing. Like, mm-hmm. is this an example that we fired a first year housewife that she grew on me a little bit, but she certainly didn't stand out with Meredith. Exactly. So we're now, I mean, that's not shocking that this person was fired. Cause exactly. like, but we're not going to fire. I mean, this is my example. I mean, Catherine Dennis, I mean, okay. Like we could get into like, whether she, you know, people have said she uses like the monkey emoji all the time, right. with all her friends, but we're not right, but we're not firing her. This is going to be a teaching lesson on air because Catherine Dennis without, you know, without unless, her, unless it's so egregious, like, but right. Yeah. right. We're not going to have Southern charm without Catherine Dennis. Sorry. Right. We're not going to have New York city without Ramona. Ramona. So it's like, I it's a risk feel, and benefit analysis. Yeah. I feel it's not 
yeah, I feel we're not. And, you know, everything that's going on now with Below Deck. I don't know if you watch Below Deck. Yes, with um, Raina. Raina. She's, she's, I don't know if you saw recently, she said she's holding court on Instagram and the reunion was bullshit. Yeah. And the whole editing and reunion was just to make Eddie look good because Eddie's going to be the new Captain Lee, which uh, that I could, I could see all this. Like, yeah, you know, me too. She's yeah. like, and she's saying like, I don't, I mean, I think when you, like when you're not coming back to a show and you really don't care, she's just like, I'm just going to tell you the truth of what happened. Right. Like do what, that's her stance. Like do with this what you want, but this is what actually happened. And I'm never coming back to this network. So I'm just right. going to clear the air and tell, I tend to believe her, you know what I mean? Oh yeah, just me too. I mean, other than being thirsty for your 15 minutes, she doesn't seem that way. You know what I mean? She seems mm-hmm. to be like, this is what actually happened. And of course I didn't get this edit at the reunion because Eddie's coming back. Eddie's right. Which I get it. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, they need, they're going to need a new captain that we all love and adore if captain Lee doesn't want to do it anymore. And I don't know. I, I believe Raina for a ton of reasons. Like I also think that even if she did sign an NDA, you know, cause I'm sure there's NDAs and all these things at the end of the day, that's a piece of paper. And all you have to wait, think about is like, am I okay paying this fine? Right. And to break this piece of paper. And I feel, I feel that in my experience as a lawyer, like companies don't sue. It's the opposite. It's people mm-hmm. sue. So it's kind mm-hmm. of like, why not break? And it's like, you're not going to be sued because right. they don't want, they want, they're afraid of you suing them. So right. if you do, you know, unless it's like so egregious, you know, unless it's like, you know, I don't know. Complete BS. Right. Like, like accusing of bad things. Yeah. Erica and Lisa Rinna leave and start Beverly Hills Two housewives on mm-hmm. a rival network. Well, that's yeah. not happening. Okay. Right. Like it's gotta be so big. And that's the other thing just from having a lot of people on my show, like what goes on on social media and all this like reality blurb. And I mean, these places are great. They all run my show, but like mm-hmm. the world doesn't really know, like we know, but it doesn't really filter through the world. Yeah, It's like Bravo doesn't really care. Like all the chatter that we think is so shocking. It's not as big as we think. Do you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Right. Like, yeah. So, they're not going to sue Raina. They're not going to spend a dollar on that. They're going to yeah. make want her to go away. They'll fire her. <laughs> yeah, right. They're not. She'll never anything. come back. Never. <laughs> yeah. You know, and it's not great for any network like Nini. I don't think Nini is employable anymore, personally. Yeah. Really? I think when you, re- I don't know, when you really challenge, a, like Stassi is, Stassi yeah. is, like where Stassi has a new book. Yeah. I mean, Stassi hired you know, $10,000 a month, like Howard Bregman. And now it's yeah. like, think about it. I mean, we think of Stassi as a mother now. Like, yeah, it's she's so true. Perception has changed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's all you need. And yes, people are criticizing her new book and Bob, but like Stassi never took on a network. So I right. think that you can come back from being canceled for quote unquote being racist. I don't think you can come back from challenging the big guys yeah that's so crazy to hear you say that like that's 
a crazy thing to hear. And by the way, people, again, I have no, I'm not interjecting yeah, my that, This is yeah. alleged. We're all having alleged fun. speculation. Right. Yeah. No, but like, I'm not, I'm not saying bravo to Stasi and let's, I'm just giving you no, my no, no. opinion yeah, right. of how well, it actually works. I'm not saying whether it's <laughs> right or not. I'm just saying this is how the real world behind closed doors works. And I'm not being condescending. I'm just like, no. I, I think I skip over that like emotion part of it. And like, <laughs> let's yeah. keep my feelings out of it. I'm just saying like, but I do, I think Nini, I think it's too much. It's like out yeah. there that she was claiming racism against Andy and Bravo. Yeah. I don't think that's working with Ryan Murphy tomorrow. The rumor was she was going to mm. be on Celebrity Big Brother. She's not. Right, Teddy she's and not. Cynthia are like, I don't think Nene is, I don't <laughs> think people want to touch her. I, I don't. I think once you get the litigious yeah. reputation, you're done. You're done. Like, you're yeah. done. Please leave in well, the words of Miss Dubrow. Speaking of yes. theories, you briefly talked about your theory about New York. Oh yeah. What is your theory about New York? Can you, are you able to talk about it? I can, I mean, listen, I have been saying this for so long. I I don't need to be proven right because I don't have a gossip podcast, but Uh I have argued with housewives over this past and present. No one believes me. I, I mean, and I know people that have been contacted that are in the mix for the new season. Like, oh my gosh, I am standing by what I said a year ago. Uh-huh. And now that it's getting closer to this, I'm thinking that like what I predicted, which it's people right. have made me think, I think like Ebony is definitely out. Yeah, yes. I think so. Leah too. is definitely out. Oh, okay. Oh, I could be wrong. Just, yeah. I could be, but yeah. in my opinion of thinking like a producer and now things I'm hearing, Ebony's out, Leah's out. Sonia's out. Oh, <gasps> my girl. I you know. have to. That one hurt my needs, feelings. That hurt my feelings because like, <laughs> we need her to have an income. I need her to have. She well, you know, the bank. I think she's fine. You know, Sonia doesn't even live in New York at the moment. I mean, the townhouse is rented and she's in Florida. Oh, wow. <gasps> so again, now she would go take herself up at a hotel if she got yeah, the salary of, of you know, $790,000 for another right. season. She'll she live would, at the yes, plaza or whatever. Yeah, it'll all work out. But I think like Ramona is in. Yeah. Luann so is gonna in. Stick with Ramona and Luann and get rid of the newbies. Get rid of those other three and 90% because everyone's now saying three, three, three. It's three. We're going to, just like I've said for a year, Tinsley's going to be back. <gasps> Oh, good. I love her. Okay. We love Tinsley. Tinsley. We think about it. Like people are like this one, that one. I'm like, you have to think like a, forget what people yes, want. Right. Like is Dorinda a classic housewife? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is she going to go down in history as whatever? Yes. But where the show is and is going, Dorinda is off brand. That is not yes. an insult. That is no. not. No, she's not. You cannot have Dorinda with Ramona and Luann. It's too much. It's it not going to be with an integrated cast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so if you think about it, if, I've said I've said this for a year that, the, that, that Luann and Ramona are in. And the only two people that really are on brand to bring back are Tinsley and Bethany yeah. and yeah. Even Tinsley in, in a way more than Bethany, Bethany would have that Heather Dubrow effect and save the right. show. Mm-hmm. And, but she, it's not happening. Bethany is not coming back. She's, they cannot afford her. She's no. not doing it. And so if you think about it, I mean, people were like Jill, I'm like, Jill Zarin will never ever 
ever no. be back on the New York Housewives. There's zero percent chance. Let me just state that. Yeah. So now let's keep going. Like Kelly Ben Simone. I mean, I think she's epic, but no, she's not. Please. It's not going to work. Like right. so, if you really think about it. The only person on brands, like they don't want somebody to stand out. They want a team player. They want some sheeps. It's so do you think it'll think only about be it them? Also. Out of the past, yes. Those and three. they'll add new ones? Four. They'll add four more. Oh. They'll add okay, four I'm... more. And by the way, think about it. Like Tinsley, I mean, Ramona is in, Ramona's in West Palm, where Tinsley is right now. Right. Like, I mean, just- that's Ramona spends her winters. Think about it. Tinsley has no problem with Ramona. I mean, Ramona likes anyone, you mm-hmm. know, richer. Like Ramona oh, yeah. is nice to you if you're above her in her mind on the social scale of life. Yeah. Tinsley's up there. And Tinsley never had a problem with Ramona or Luann. And think about it. Tinsley, we saw Tinsley basically get like pushed to the corner by Dorinda, who's not there. And Tinsley's single and has- yeah. Tinsley also doesn't live in New York either, FYI, yeah, but right, she, will, right. she will for this. And maybe she'll be a friend of, but Tinsley is a hundred percent. And well, not a hundred percent, but I've been saying, I mean, I've Front been saying runner. all along, yeah. she's the only, and now that people are starting to say there's three, there's three, there's three. I'm like, yeah, this is my, my predictions are going to come. True. It's all it's, coming up roses now. It's yeah. Those love, two plus Tinsley and Tins. four others. And Tinsley, I think will come back now different. I do. I think she'll come back with a voice. I mean, think about it. It's like when you come on a show, any show like Crystal Kong on Beverly Hills. Well, I mean, it's hard to have a voice your first season when the whole Mm -hmm. show, the whole world is talking about Erica Jane. Like when Mm -hmm. Tinsley came on with Bethany and Dorinda and Ramona. And so, I mean, it's different now. Now it's like these three with a bunch of newbies. I bet you Tinsley will be speaking up. And mm -hmm. I was going to say, she has an incredible storyline that needs to be told. We've done a deep dive on her legal issues, actually. And our perception of her and perspective of her was a, com- we did a complete 180. Mm-hmm. I hope she comes back to housewives and uses her voice to speak out against domestic violence about her past relationships, talk about the coupon King and just like have a moment of empowerment, like female empowerment. Yeah. yeah. And, and I mean, her. and I do think the world is now like we want really rich New Yorkers. Yeah. Yes. Tinsley and is Bethany money. are the only two that I can think of that are real money. Yeah. Ramona yeah. has money, but I mean like Beverly Hills, real. Right. Like, like I want that money. deep money. That's almost a little too dark for TV. Like I want that. Yes. Like Sutton Strack. Like she exactly. doesn't talk about money, but uh-huh. you just are like, wait, like in the background, wait, I spot like 13,000 Birkin bags. Like, wait, right. It's exactly. those little sun. That's how Tinsley is. She's like, yeah, you know, just Wealth like, whispers. Yeah, I just, right. I just yeah. needed a new bag. Well, your new bag was like $95,000, sweetie. Like, right. I- I'm telling you, it's going to be Tinsley, Ramona, and Lloyd. Oh, I'm telling you. I, I hope I mean, so. I think it, and I, and I bet you those three are aligned. I bet you they're, I bet you it's going to be like, ah, uh, the oldies versus yep. the newbies. And I do think there might be one person added that's white upper East side, truly connected to those. Mm-hmm. Three, Cause I know someone in the mix, but I think the other three that will be so for the other, it's going to be diverse. We're not going to have like, here's our token yeah. black. No, it's going to be, no. this is New York. Yeah. Real right. accurate representation of New York. Yeah. <laughs> And I think it's going to be, I think it's, yeah. I mean, listen, will that fix the show? I don't know. I mean, I thought Heather Dubrow coming back to the OC 
right. would fix it. I like this season of the OC, but a lot of people love don't. It. The ratings are not stellar. I think it's a great season, but I not love everybody it. does. Same here. No, I'm like insane. Well, really quickly, speaking of money. Yeah, speaking of yes. money. We want to transition into Erica Jane. We want to get your legal perspective on Erica Jane and Jen Shaw. So you've never interviewed her before, right? Never Erica Jane or Jen Have Shaw, you tried? No. Yes, but like not, it was like, you know, once legal is involved. Right. It's like you're done. Yeah. I was closer to interviewing Jen Shaw than Erica (gasps) before all of this. But you got Koa on your Patreon, right? Who she cussed out and screamed and verbally abused. Jen Shaw did. Allegedly. I did. And Koa. Alleged. I mean, listen to the audio. And Koa is on my, I did my best of. Fear interviews uh-huh. and my worst of Koa is on one of those lists, Ooh. one of those top tens. And by the way, it's not just like here's the number, here's Koa. It's like here's 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 why Koa's made either the best or the, or worst, the worst list. Let me explain to you how this all went down and why he's on one of these lists. Yes. <sighs> okay, wait. So really quickly about Erica Jane. What are your thoughts and opinions, just briefly, on what she's been going through, how she handled last season? What do you think her future is? I guess with Housewives and legal yeah legally I mean and I've had lawyers other lawyers on too I mean I truly feel somehow I just feel Erica's gonna walk away from all of this oh yeah me too and mind you I think as an edit we're not having another season of of Erica 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 oh good I hope not I really hope Jesus yeah I think if things happen in her life Mm-hmm. I mean, I also think that she probably said, and they've probably, I think it was mutual if she's like, come on guys, really? And right. I think they even said to her, you know, I, I do think there was a text, an email, a phone call from Andy or and whoever. And just to say like, listen, thank you. Thank you. Right. Like you have weathered the storm. Yeah. Right. And next season it's not, I mean, I think as things happen, mm-hmm. it will mm-hmm. be part of her story in one sentence three but mm-hmm. i think this is like we have a home invasion now right Lois has passed away we have new oh. housewives garcelle <gasps> garcelle right. and sutton and this whole new thing about blocking and who's there coming for air i think there's going to be drama but it's not going to just be like did she know did she not know we're not they're going to edit it but i do think erica is going to walk away from this event okay wait Mm-hmm. You just sent, you just said two words that sent a chill down my spine. Tell me. Home invasion. Yeah. Home invasion. Home invasion. Really quick. Thoughts, opinions. Horrible. Speculations, assumptions, alleged, whatever. I mean, listen, if you, I do think that, and listen, I talked to a lot of one season housewives or two mm-hmm. seasons and the story is always the same. Every time they're not upset, they're, they're over it, but they're just like, you know, I came on, I brought my real life. I don't know why it did it. Or I'm like, sweetie, nobody wants to know about your real life. Yeah. Yeah. So I do think that you either have the gene or you don't. We, I mean, we make bad casting decisions every year. I don't know how, I don't know how, when there is a line out the door of so many people that want the coveted spot, right? How you make that incorrect choice, but we just Mm -hmm. don't know. I mean, if you think about it, Erica, Dorinda, there are people that right out of the gate, you're like, holy shit, you got it right. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, whether you like the person or not, it was a good, so I don't know how we make bad decisions, but I feel that when 
the housewives are there forever, you know, not forever, but like six. It's just like you, you, you just, you have the gene, you understand the assignment, you've become a caricature of yourself. And I've talked to housewives that have said like, okay, well, like, let's save it for the show. Like you will do anything to stay on the show. Anything. And so leave it at that. And so, (laughs) I mean, no, but like, then I was going to say like, listen, I mean, that is so sick if that yeah. is a staged thing you know and then you get into like well it was early and like this and that and right it's just all so convoluted I it's I so mean, the convoluted moment, the moment that investigation is closed we will be requesting a copy of that oh yeah report because i just I need, need to, to know everything. i know we'll never get the witness statements or anything but i just need a little bit more information and it will be in I'm intrigued at how it's going to play out on screen because I think they were filming, like they had just started filming when that story broke. I mean, that doesn't help the case, does it? Like it doesn't <laughs> help that it was like the day they were supposed to, it's just, it's all right. It's the time PK wasn't sus. there. Yeah. There's some there. It's sus. Exactly. Right. Um, it's not like, listen, I mean, people are like, Oh my God, that's so like stranger things have happened in the world. Right. Did we ever think Erica Jane would be in this situation? <laughs> just, like, no. it's not like we're talking about like, you know, I mean, stranger things have happened than staging a home invasion when you are a housewife right. that is Allegedly. rumored to be yes. like, you know, not in the, the upper right. echelon of like, you know, you just do process of elimination. Eventually someone has to go. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think at this point, Dorit, prior to this, wasn't in the top, like not, right. you know, like, I don't know if she was really the next on the chopping block, but I think if you start to eliminate, she was close to it. I think she was. So who do you, for speaking of chopping block, one question that I have for you before we close up is who do you think is next on the legal chopping block? Like we have a lot of new faces coming. We have a lot of old faces coming back. Like who do you think is sus? Well, I said, well, I mean, I don't know if this could be my answer because we're kind of past this now, but like, I mean, I'll think of another answer too, but I said, you know, on my Patreon episode today, again, not a shameless plug, like with Mary, we go deep on, you know, I, I don't think Mary skipped the reunion because of racist claims. I don't think she was afraid of facing everyone. I mean, Mary says I'm not racist. I I, fuck, fuck off. Right. Period. Period. The end. God judges me and I'm not racist. I feel Mary skipped the reunion, not because she had a, you know, answer for saying this about Jenny's eyes or the comment about Mexicans, you know? Right. I really, I know it's like, that's a whole nother thing. <laughs> That's a whole nother hour podcast. Yeah. Right. It's like, <laughs> I feel Mary skipped the reunion in that she didn't really, unlike Lisa Barlow and all her colleagues, Mary didn't really know what Housewives was. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And she mm-hmm. got cast. And I think Mary sees what happened to Erica and sees what happened to Jet. And I think Mary's like, oh shit. Like there, yeah. this, this yeah. is too much exposure for my church. I think Mary and all the Gucci and all the Chanel and everything, when she comes, like, I think she's, Mary has a, whatever it is, she has a good thing going. Yeah. You know, now the sign for the church is down and apparently the church, but whatever, yeah. it, you know, church that's, sign is that's, down. That's a whole nother thing. Why? So I feel Mary was like, Listen, you almost have to give her credit. Like, at least you're not a fame whore like some other people that will ride this train. Like, I think Mary was like, don't nope. just move on to someone else. Yeah, I have like, a theory. Move on. I have a theory about the church sign coming down. Since a church is technically open to the public, 
I think that she was getting bombarded with people coming in and visiting and were really compromising her congregation and her, what she was doing in terms of having services and holding services. So I'm wondering if they went like underground for a little bit and then they're going to resurface and go somewhere else. I think because let me tell you, sweetheart. When next time I'm in Salt Lake, I'm gonna go walk by. Yeah, I'm, like, I'm going with you. I would have go gone get to a service, like you know. I mean, I'm gonna go get my lips injected at Beauty Lab, and I'm gonna uh-huh. head up my ass down and go sit and watch Mary Cosby give a service. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so, well, so I, but I do have to say, and I've said this before, and it got me in trouble. I had, I got DMs, and we got into a huge fight. But I mean, <laughs> I, I when I told him to fuck off, I will not be silenced. Like, no, I also don't understand. I don't understand Dorit and PK. I don't understand how they mm. live. I don't. I don't get it. I'm sorry. I don't either. We've and, done a little deep dive on them. We have yeah. a, a PK episode, and it is quite interesting. Right. Like, I'm sorry. Like. It just, and by the way, and I stand by this also, again, I don't know, like, I'm sure that Dorit's friends shop on, you know, Rodeo Drive, where, you know, the Mm -hmm. dress is $25,000. Right. Dorit is getting free clothes and products from small, Dorit is not getting free Louis Balenciaga. No. They are not giving, maybe they give that to Nicole Kidman, the spokesperson, or Dorit Kemsley is not getting thousands of dollars of Louis Vuitton. So she can wear it on a reality show. Right. Period. The end. That's not how it works. She's buying it. She's getting it. You think she's really buying it? I think it. so. I do. I think she rents it. You do? I mean, she, and she, she said to Andy on the thing, like on the reunion, she was like, no, designers, you know, like when he asked, like, let the reunion, he, he was like so shocked. How does this work? And maybe yeah. she rents it. But the thing is, it's like current season. Like, her, yeah, like yeah. it's the current season. And then that just also goes into the like, when people are saying, like, did you need a new wardrobe? Like, was this part of this right. insurance claim? Like, was it time to get new? Mm-hmm. I don't know. But Spruce it up. I don't understand because those outfits are thousands and thousands, thousands, and thousands. And uh, she's not getting it for free. And so that's why I don't understand. And I don't get like, So they're, they're my second one. That's a, they, a, yeah, a, a I agree with away you from a scandal. It's not that strange. It's nothing personal. Like Sutton Strack has money. She's not mm-hmm. misbehaving herself. She's not doing something on the side. You know, she's mm-hmm. like going out and drinking and living. And I mean, right. yeah, it's there's certain, I don't get it. It is like Garcelle. She's working and she doesn't, I mean, Garcelle lives in a modest house. Yeah. Right. Garcelle is the most normal housewife. I love her so Oh much. my God. She's one of my favorites. I'm and excited that we might hopefully get to know even more about her next season. If Erica's storyline gets to take a backseat. Cause I really like Garcelle. I want I Garcelle's so. friends to come on when we have those little, mm-hmm. we have uh, one, we have Will Smith's ex-wife as a housewife or a oh, friend. Of. Oh yeah. The rumors. All the rumors are true. It's Wait, true. Oh, but you know what oh. I mean? So uh, that, those are my answers. Mary, but I think Mary kind of is like, you know what? Listen, we are even moving on from Erica. I think we forget yeah. things very quickly. I oh, think yeah. Mary's like, just let me duck, like, go yeah. worry about someone else. And Mary's yeah. like, thank God, Jenny, all this ha- happened. Cause like, oh, I know. Talking. Like, let me just fade away. Don't, don't exactly. Worry I still haven't watched the Jenny apology video. Um, I need to do that. I just like, I don't have it in me. It's, it's pretty cringeworthy. I just, it I really already, is. 
I can already tell, I can already predict what she is going to say. Yeah. And it's going to be very scripted. It's not going to be genuine. It's going to be very. And it also, you also raises like people are now coming after Lisa in the sense that, listen, like I do stand by my friends. I mean, me personally. Now I might think you're like, if Jenny were my friend, I might be totally repulsed by everything you've done. And this is so cringeworthy. And I do not support any of this, Uh but like, as my friend, I would stand by you as a human. Like, that's just how I am. Absolutely. Like Lisa really just you know, I'm not coming for you, Lisa, but Lisa really like, she's all bye. You're yeah, all yeah. Like, like, let's go. Yeah. You can't be held accountable for what your friends post on right. totally. social media or do behind the scenes. Like I'm sure Lisa, obviously friends with Jenny because Jenny seems to be a very nice person. And Lauren and I said this on our Patreon of Jenny's not exhibited any racist behavior on the show or made any insinuation that she believes or is yeah, racist, I guess, to other, other people. And so, I mean, unless you do a deep dive on her Facebook, you would, you wouldn't, I wouldn't have, I would have never known. I would have never assumed that I was quite surprised. I would love to know who, who finds these things. That is what we said. Me too. And what took you so long? Yeah. Who had it? Somebody, were they, were they just holding it in their back pocket yeah. until the reunion and they were just going to drop this bomb or, I mean, does this, all I bet it was Mary. Ma- right. I was just going to say like, you know, Jen is, <laughs> Jen has gotten some federal things here. Now, this, I mean, is Mary really just, Mary's just one oh, of yeah. those people who's like, fuck um, it. You're come, racist. Come, Watch. Come, yeah. Just come, come at me and I'm okay. Well, I'm going to add you to the list and we're going to, we're going to, Mary I mean, might be one of those no really fear. deep, people where it's like I mean she did say she sends Jesus after you if you come for her she'll send Jesus after you which is I think very scary something very scary but (laughs) those are my answers PK and Dorit after Mary right I mean yeah I agree I'm sorry I know we keep saying this is the last question what have you heard the rumors about the Salt Lake City reunion where Andy Cohen has come or went on his serious podcast and said there is something, a huge bomb that drops in the reunion that nobody saw coming and it involves two of the housewives. Did he say it about what the do you reunion think or about the show? Like, I think it's about the show, but it happens. It gets brought up at the reunion because, you know, the women obviously don't see like the last five episodes. They watch it right before they film. And so the women were not privy to it until the reunion. And so it's finally addressed there. So what it do you can't think be it this is? whole thing about Meredith. That Lisa, did you read the quote that like what the full merit, what the full hot yeah. mic moment of Lisa is? No, I just I saw it right before we got on. It was beyond. She was pissed. Whoa! I mean, it's she brings up Seth and like you rent your house because you can't afford a real one because your yeah. husband has it. I mean, it's like because your husband's is- got all these jobs X Y Z like whoa it's not just about her fucking half in new york it's about all this other stuff too i mean but then it's like to me my mind just goes to like is this a hot mic moment like why is nobody saying like is this is this like are you are are i asked meredith this when she was on my podcast i said is lisa barlow LVP slash Bethany is yeah. she producing this show producer yep and yeah. is she like and I'm not coming for Lisa but like is this a hot mic moment or do you know was this intentional because you want a good storyline right 
I'm not so convinced it's a hot mic moment. That's just oh, me. Whoa. Oh, I can't wait to see the full thing then. And, and I don't know like if anyone's ever going to talk about that, but uh, that's where my we'll mind goes. Like yeah. breaking the fourth wall of like, is this like, yeah. are you sure you didn't want this out there? Are you sure? Because it certainly is juicy, Lisa. It is juicy. And, it, and you know, the door needs its own like housewives tagline because my favorite thing is the hot mic moments where we only see a door and <laughs> I just love it. We saw Michael Darby pinching someone's ass with the oh door. Oh my God, oh, I know. Dark moment. Oh, dark that moment. closet. Who came out of the closet? Nini's closet with the poor, oh, the poor Portia when they ripped the when they ripped the top. Yeah. You just I mean, that, this one Ooh. just I don't know. This one stands out to me as like, is this a hot mic moment or is this like yeah. I'm gonna have to watch it? I'm gonna have to I'm watch it from that perspective. This. Yeah, it's just where my mind goes. And that's what I asked me. I mean, this was before any of this. I just asked Meredith about like, I asked her about Cam, that scene with like Cam and like, you know, mm-hmm. oh, I didn't know. Right. I'm like, is this, is Lisa like, is she the new Bethany and LVP? And I mean, of course, Meredith gives a nice positive right. answer, but I think, I think this season has changed Meredith. I think Meredith is starting to be like, I mean, she was very politically correct when she came on the first season on my show with Brooks. They came on together. Oh. This season, she threw more shade at people on my Good. show than I thought she would, but nothing like where we are now. Like, I mm-hmm. think this season might have changed Meredith that she's like, okay, I get Good. that. Yeah. Good. Salt Lake is such a good audition. Like, it's such a good idea. I wonder if I they're going to try to retire, right? It's It's great. I wonder what, who they're going to bring up next. Like I'm, I hope we get a new Mexico. I don't know why I'm just like really jonesing for another, like. Texicana. Yeah. Because like, uh, Dallas was just such trash that like, I just want something else. Like, I don't know. Or, uh, well, I guess we have Atlanta. Yeah. I don't know. Just like some. Did you ever watch, I mean, speaking of Mexico, did you ever watch Mexican dynasties? I did not. I'm a family karma gal. Family karma. I, I had two of the people, um, Alan and Jenny Allende from Mexican dynasties. I'm a show. Mexican dynasties. It was one season. It was really, they just got the right cast. It was literally about, huh. I mean, it wasn't housewives. It was like, you know, men and, but it was just so interesting. I Did thought it, family huh. karma is good too. Didn't Mexican dynasty come out though. It felt like it was poor timing. Was it like yeah. right when the pandemic something because I, no, it was before. And it was Texacanas before. too. Texacanas, I did not like at all. I could okay. not get into it. No, Mexican Dynasties was, I think, 2019. Before oh, okay. the pandemic. Great it man. was really good. It just, I don't know why it didn't work. I, I really don't. It was such a great show. Texacanas, I, I tried. I was like, I, <laughs> you can't like, win them all. Isn't good to me. I don't know. I'm a diehard family karma. Family yeah, Karma, I thought season, I mean, I thought season one was great. And I thought season two was like even better. I'm like, okay. Like, I love their here. families, the family dynamic. They love each other so much. Like, oh, I could talk and about I, it I all day. I feel that it's like Shaw's or like Vanderpump was in the sense that these people really know yes. each other. This is yep. not stage. It's not cast. These people are real like, yeah. people that know each other for a long Our time. family. That, yep. That's like my favorite. And it's they're going to they're going to skyrocket to fame and it's going to be fascinating to see them evolve over the years. Cause I see this being like a seven season show where 
you know, they were kind of obviously nobodies, but then I, it's going to be fascinating to see how the fame takes over their lives. But anyway, I mean, look at like Reza and MJ and exactly yeah, it's gonna, it's yep. gonna, mm-hmm. the fame is going to change them. Yeah, I'm excited to watch. Well, thank you so, 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 so much for coming on the show. We appreciate it. Um, do you want to plug back. your stuff? Uh, sure. And I will come back anytime you want. Ooh, okay, good. So if everyone, listen, I tell people, if you are really not into anything I said here, you should still listen to my show because (laughs) my show is not about me. It's about me interviewing other people. You won't hear my opinion, but you will. And this is where having a law degree has helped, helps me on this show because I will get the tea for you and we might do a little dance, but eventually I'll back the guest into a corner and get what you need. Yes. Everyone could listen to Behind the Velvet Rope on Apple, Spotify, anywhere podcasts are found, or you can, and we're also on YouTube, Behind the Velvet Rope YouTube. We have little videos, or you can just follow me on Instagram at Behind Velvet Rope. There's no the because Instagram does not like long titles, but (laughs) Behind the Velvet Rope. And really it's all housewives, like you said, like Teresa Caputo, comedians, actresses. And we have a lot, there's a lot of diverse stuff coming up. Never 100% Bravo, always mixed. And other reality shows too, Selling Sunset, The Hills, Laguna Beach. Ooh, The Hills. Ooh, Laguna Beach. Love. So just love, you know, love Laguna Beach. Anytime well, thank you. I'll come back though. Yes. Oh, 1,000%. Oh, this was so fun. so fun. Thank you so much. Love you both. Thank you. Love you too. Thanks, David. Keep in Bye. touch. Bye. Bye. Wow, wow, we wow. Wow, wow, we wow. That was so fun. That was amazing. I feel like we got so much hot gossip. I love him. I love, I love him, him so too. much. He's incredible. He's he's a chatty Kathy, just like us. I mean, it was beyond. I loved every single bit of it. His um connections are insane. Insane. And I just love the expertise that we got. Like, you know, that here at Allegedly Bravo. We love to bring you the experts and who better as an expert than the true expert of behind the velvet rope. He's interviewed them all. So you're welcome, everybody. You're welcome. Um, Do you have any criminal behavior? Okay. I do. Okay. It was going to be Vanderpump rules. And the fact that, you know, I'm over these people having a dog shit season and then coming through with a reunion. Mm -hmm. But then I also thought about something that was non Bravo related. And that is. We need to start prosecuting these companies that are packaging lettuce and the lettuce is going old or expiring within two days of purchasing. Yeah. Like, have you ever bought the box of lettuce and then I can't. you look down at the bottom and it's got that funky smell? And I it's like I just spent $8.99 on this box. And of it's lettuce. like it's like little brown worms at the bottom, and you're like, this was yeah. supposed to be green lettuce. Why is it fucking slimy? Those it's are, like yeah. It doesn't make any sense why they do that. Like your entire job is fresh produce. You know, if you go to the farmer's market, that'll never happen to you. Um, <laughs> What's yours? <laughs> mine is, I don't know if you're getting any of these ads on like TV, but I'm getting a lot of match.com ads for some weird reason. And their, their tagline at the end of the commercial is match.com adults date better. Date better than what? Like than a child? Yeah, no fucking (laughs) shit match.com. So my criminal behavior is everything that match.com is doing right now. Everything. I know. Isn't that beyond insane? 
And it's like, doesn't your FBI agent know that you don't need to be mad? I think, with I think it might be the guy upstairs. He's seen. Oh yeah. I think yeah, we might be getting wires crossed. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm like, yeah, I'm like very happily in a couple, but, and also like <laughs> dating an adult. <laughs> yeah. Dating a full ass adult. Like what the hell? Uh, so yeah. Um, anyway, well, our Patreon, if you want to give us a follow too, yes. is patreon.com slash allegedly Bravo. Shout out to our VIP patrons at classic sky tops. Go follow her on Instagram for some premium memes, Mr. Or Mrs. Smith, our friend, Wendy Beth and CK go and follow us on Instagram and Twitter at allegedly Bravo, our website, allegedly Bravo.com and feel free to email us at allegedly Bravo at gmail.com, but don't do weird shit. Cause we keep getting some weird shit, but we read every email, just we so you read know. every email. And if you've got some tea, send it our way. We'll keep send it our way. This. If you have a fun legal story, send it our way. We'll talk about it on the podcast anonymously. Um, yeah, we're here to have fun, guys. We're here to have fun. We're back, you know. We're I feel like we back. were we were sweating. We had a slow start to the new year. It was pretty chaotic here. Mm-hmm. You know, we're getting sick. We're having birthdays. We're getting, we're getting engaged. We're getting stitches. Yeah. We're studying for the bar. We're possibly getting new jobs. Like it's it's every it's all happening moving things are happening things are happening so buckle up bitches because you're coming with us hell yeah okay we'll see you guys next week bye bye